0: Welcome to the Artist Impact Podcast. Helping you gain confidence, grow your talent, and advance your impact. And now, here are your hosts, Paul Gibbs and Nate Miller. Hey everyone, I'm Paul Gibbs. Nate is not with us this time. I'll be filling his shoes and mine once again. And uh, we're going to talk about different approaches to songwriting. Remember last time we talked about songwriting and being flexible and now we're going to talk about the maybe some different approaches that you can try uh, to be flexible. You know, in order to keep that flexibility, you want to do that. And also, um, maybe you've hit a dead end. Maybe you're maybe the maybe, <laughs> maybe you're not at a dead end, but you are definitely in a rut. Okay, if you are writing all your songs in four-four, the key of C, at uh, eighty beats per minute, okay, uh, you might be in a rut. Okay, <laughs> all right. I have I have known, and don't tell anybody I said this, and don't uh, yeah, don't don't pass this around. But you know, I've met guitar players, and I've even been a guitar player that has one strumming pattern. You know what I'm. You know, okay. You know what I'm talking about there, right? Right. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> well, you know, if you've been creating in music for a while, you've been songwriting for a while. You've certainly hit brick walls, and you've certainly gotten in a rut. And you know, it doesn't matter what stage of your career that you are in, whether you're just beginning. You know that uh, songwriters that are just starting out certainly. Uh, It's very easy to get in a rut when you're first starting out because you find something that works, right? Yeah, you try different things. You find something that works and you stick with it. Well, that's okay unless that's all you ever do and you end up getting stuck in a rut. Okay, well, you know, sometimes we need to uh, take a little risk here and there and uh, it's okay to be a little curious, you know, just because... And we've said this before, friends. Just because something's different, doesn't mean it's bad or or doesn't mean it's worse. Okay, it also doesn't mean it's better. But we're not. That's not what we're talking about here. Dif- sometimes different is just different. Okay. Well, here's some r- new approaches that uh, that you can try. Um, first of all, okay. Let's say you're writing all your songs with a guitar because that's your main instrument. Maybe it's your only instrument. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Um, but in this case, if that's your only instrument, let's say you don't play keyboard, you don't play piano. Well, this is the time that collaboration might be a good thing, all right? You can still write music, but maybe you would uh, be uh, it would behoove you, there's a word for you to uh to grab somebody that does play keyboard or piano and say well, okay here's my thoughts you can play the guitar play the chords that you're thinking of here's my thought here's my thoughts for chords and things and have that this person or you if you do play piano or keyboard then uh, write with that instrument in mind okay you get where I'm going here so this this kind of puts you off on a little bit of a different road yeah all right so uh, in other words, don't get weighed down. Don't get uh, don't get caught in a in in the, uh, in, the in the rut. I'll we'll keep going back to that word uh, of the same style, same everything. Okay, uh, and a, a helpful approach sometimes is to experiment, singing. Get this, singing over a single pitched instrument. What do I mean? Like a bass guitar, for example, or just to play one note on the piano one note on your guitar, all right, instead of doing chords, okay? Hmm, interesting. Oh, okay, you're writing this down, right? Okay, and then start, and after that, maybe just start with some minimal chords, all right, just basic chords, don't get fancy yet. Get this stuff down in a a very basic way. Make sure you've got your phone on, you're recording this, right? Okay, or the software, whatever. Uh, And start simple. Just some nice simple... Maybe because if you're used to starting your songs with some intricate and major seventh, ninth, plus, minus, everything else chords, uh, that can get you into a rut. Okay, so let's back off of that and start nice and simple. Maybe you're always writing with major chords. You're always using C, F, G. Okay, um, and if you're a, if you're writing country music, okay, I get it. I get it. Okay, all right. Throw a minor in there every once in a while. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So, but if that's what you do, if that's what you're doing, okay. Don't be afraid to try a major seventh chord every once in a while, okay? Or a minor sixth chord, a minor seventh chord, okay? All right. So uh, you know this may be like, oh wait, wait, that doesn't sound good. Well, hang on, just try it and see. You may not, you may not like it. You may not use it. But the goal here is to put you in a place of uh, experimenting, uh, curiosity. Okay, just to, and then just keep doing that every once in a while. Don't do it all the time. Keep, go back to your regular routine, and but keep getting off of that path. Okay, if if you know what I'm talking about, every once in a while, and you'll find I think once you have done that a while, you uh, you may start. Oh yeah, okay, that. Well, maybe that might that major seventh chord does sound good in there. All right. Oh well, maybe. Oh, I can write in 3 4 time instead of 4 4? Oh, I would never do that. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, that doesn't sound all that bad. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm just giving you some examples here. Okay. All right. Well, I- experiment. Okay. And write, how about this? Writing multiple versions of a song. Hmm. Okay. So try that song in 4 4. All right. What would it sound like if you did it in 3 4? might be okay all right hey you want you want a good example amazing grace i mean that song was written originally in three-quarter time three four time but uh several versions have in in recent years including one that yours truly did in four four ah remember that okay so you know try a three four version and a four four version of your song see what happens Okay, um, let's see. What else could you do? Uh, what else could you change? Hmm, all right. Uh, well, Corks changing the instrument, change the tempo, um, different things that you can try. All right, You you take it from there. Okay, one more. Experimenting with musical extremes. Ooh, oh yeah. Well, now this article we're reading from Now, of course, we usually avoid extremes like uh, really, really fast tempos, all right, or harmonic dissonance. But you know what? Embracing at least one extreme might be a good starting point if you're trying to, uh, you're looking for a new approach to your songwriting. Right, working with ideas that you are not used to is one way that you can find some uh, maybe some new, uh, shall we say, musical inspiration, if you will, and use that as a launching point to develop lots of uh, lots of new new innovative ideas, if you will. Yeah. Now, I'll give you an example of my own my own writing. I tend to uh, do a lot of counter melodies. You know, take the regular melody, but I'll do a, I'll do a counter melody using another instrument. You know, the, vo- the vocal may be, of course, singing a melody, but I'll use a flute or a trumpet or strings, something to, uh, to do a counter melody in there. And uh, I have trouble getting away from that sometimes. But uh, another thing I do, and, and I have to kind of be careful of that because I'll use it too much, Another thing I do is if the uh, if the melody of the song is uh, the the fastest notes, maybe are uh, quarter notes, or let's say then uh, then I will my my accompaniment will be quarter notes. I don't do a lot of real fast like sixteenth notes runs and stuff like that. Um, however, is that it? Would that be a bad thing? No. No, not at all. In fact, I'm listening to my own voice, and maybe I'll try it sometime. So, uh, another thing is like just the opposite. If you're used to used to doing a lot of fast runs and things, if you're if you're a keyboard player and you're uh, you're doing a lot of fast piano scales up and down, um, maybe make something a little do a little simpler. And you might think, well, no, that doesn't show what I can do as a musician. Well, no, that's okay. That's okay. You can you can still do something different without somebody judging that you're doing it too simply or something. I mean, so try that if you're t- okay. So there. Let's sum that up with saying if you're if you're typically writing a fairly complex melodies and accompaniments. Well, let's do try something a little nice, easy, simple. Okay. So, summing this up, as songwriters, you know, we can choose, of course, between exploring something that feels new or we can stick to the approaches and ideas that we've used before. And, of course, guys, we all know it's comfortable and safe to keep going down the same road that we've always traveled. But, you know what? You're probably not Going to do anything creative and new and special that way. Think about this. I uh, think about one of these songwriters that uh, I really uh, I, I admired his early works, and he did kind of. Yeah, I think we'd all could agree, maybe more than kind of. Uh, His early writings and albums were, uh, his early songs were definitely very, very similar. And he, I don't know if we want to say he got stuck in a rut, but he definitely had a style. A lot of people liked his style. I liked his early style. But then later... He must have, uh, I don't know, maybe somebody told him or he just got sick of it and tried a lot of other stuff. And, of course, we're talking about Barry Manilow. Yeah. So uh, there's an example of someone who tried different things later on in, in later it later his uh, songs and writings. Uh, he got out of his rut. <laughs> I'm not saying it was a bad rut. It wasn't. But uh, he changed and got... Uh, Guy can do some different stuff. Uh, Beatles would be another. Okay, of course they just they changed with the times and depending on what. Okay, well we won't <clears throat> we won't go there, but uh, their early songs were. Uh, I mean they were great. Yeah, they were simple. They were great, and of course they got out of that. Maybe rut and uh, did some different stuff later on, like it or not. Anyway, okay. I, I'm, you can tell I'm a fan of the early Beatles. Yeah, of course that's what I. That was my earliest, uh, yeah, influences and and styles of writing and things, and recording. All right. So anyway, uh, hope that helps you guys. Uh, please do uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are at Notespire Music TV on YouTube and you certainly hearing this podcast on your favorite podcast site. Um, let's see what can I t- you can find us on Facebook and uh all all over the Instagram and all over on at notespire music. And we would love to have you drop us a line. Let us know uh, what you're doing, what's going on. Maybe uh, something different that you've tried in songwriting. Uh, If we can, if we can help you in any other way, uh, helping you do what God has called you to do, that is what we are called to do. So uh, yeah, so we'd like to hear from you. Our email is info at notespiremusic.com. Info at notespiremusic.com. All right, and tell a friend about uh, Notespire Music, and uh, again, if we can help you with whatever you may be called to do. Uh, we do video production here. We, do, we can do a lyric video for you. Uh, we've got a studio here in York, Pennsylvania, so if you're in the area or you could get here, We'd love to have you come and uh, maybe do some recording. If you haven't done that yet, we'd love to help you get your songs out there to work for the Lord. Uh, we can work with you remotely wherever you happen to be in this great big world of ours. We would love to do that as well. And we certainly have done that with other artists. And if you, uh, finally, if you uh, need help with with promotion, uh, getting yourself and your ministry and your music out there, uh, shoot us an email. Check out our website at notesbyermusic.com and look at those options as well. We'd love to help you. So for now, I'm Paul Gibbs, and I will touch base with you next time. Until then, please do take care of yourselves, take care of each other. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. The Artist Impact Podcast is a production of Notespire Music, LLC. At Notespire Music, we empower independent Christian musicians to grow their God-given music potential by refining their craft and extending their music ministry reach through mentorship, training, trusted resources, music production, and artist promotion. Notespire Music, helping you gain confidence, grow your talent, and advance your impact. For more information visit notespiremusic.com. That's N-O-T-E-S-P-I-R-E-M-U-S-I-C.com.